Here we go. All right, the poison, the poison for Cusco, the poison chosen specially to kill Cusco, Cusco's poison. Ow. On a scale of one, Ow. on a scale, ah. on a scale, Ow. on a scale of one to ten, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate your pain? Hello and welcome to Behind the Dreams Podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand and I have my sister. Christian Allgaier. And this is uh, episode uh, 25, if I believe. So where we talk all Chew. things. Uh, Disney, the parks, the the movies, the TV shows, video games. So we got kind of a loaded show today. but You know that means next week is half a year. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, 26 episodes. Seems we'll crazy. be doing this for half a year next week. Maybe we should do something special. Um, yeah. Maybe next week I don't know should what, be but... our, our uh, March Madness type thing. Um, okay. Next week, maybe. Um, and, you know, maybe we start it next week and then just and, and just go throughout the uh, the rest of the time there. Um, what did we Sounds say we good. were doing for that? Mm, I thought we were going to do it like longer right like we were gonna yeah but it wasn't start doing it and we would have like one character or a movie or something no no that's for the characters would be for the super bowl so i think we were doing movies right okay sounds good because people usually do attractions you know that march magic and all that Um, yeah so just to change it up oh yeah um so uh, to start off today here we actually just posted something on um uh instagram instagram yeah stories on our instagram story so not just you can't view it i guess on our regular instagram i don't know how instagram stories work (laughs) you basically click click on the person's main picture yeah they're like little circle thing and that's where it is and it only stays there for 24 hours unless you add it to your little highlight reel okay so maybe what we should do also if, if we don't add it to our highlights maybe we can just after 24 hours, make it a post on our Instagram where people can yeah, find this. Yeah, that's fine. Um, all right, so we have some questions here uh, that, that we posted. Uh, so we'll just go over some of these here. Our go-to park accessory. Um, mine is the Oswald ears. I wore them around California Adventure when I met Oswald with my Oswald shirt. Really, there's not that many park accessories, really, right? I mean, you either have a backpack, a magic band, or a, or ears. Or, a or ears, yeah. I mean, so mine is the backpack, my DVC backpack, because I use that for, well, I mean, it's supposed to be my Disney accessory, which it is. I use it every time we go, but I also used else. it last weekend. Yeah, so. All right, now, now this one confused me when you first asked me. Favorite Disney character style and why? Um... So I had to see examples of this. So style-wise, like, I'm, I'm pretty plain. I almost said Mickey or Oswald with just shorts, but nobody wants to see me without the shirt. So I, <laughs> so I would go with maybe, uh, I went with Donald Duck. Bad part is he's going without pants there, but, you know, with pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be worse than going without a shirt. His style, though, you know, like, I love his hat. I actually like it better when it's white. Uh, then blue and yeah. his sailor outfit. I just feel like it's very iconic, very different from what you see other characters wearing. Um, yeah, you know, you see it without. If you didn't have Donald in it, right? You just had uh, a picture of the outfit pop up. You know, it's Donald. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, without question. Yeah, what about yours? Uh, mine is Minnie. Um, And I was going to say, because her polka dots and red are, like, iconic, but I didn't want to use your same word. But, you know, it's one of those things that every time I see it, that's, I immediately think Minnie, you know? Um, I think everybody really does. But, and I like polka dots overall, so I kind of, you know, I just think it's cute and it's different and something that's one of a kind, most more or less. Here's so. the thing. Maybe this is something I should do as a Disneypedia. I'm joking, actually, because it's <clears> not that interesting. But when Minnie started having polka dots, because all the times I see her in like the old shorts, I mean, she's wearing um, a skirt with no dots, and she's got like the flower hat and not the bow. 
Oh, and yeah. then uh, even in like the 40s shorts, I think that like, you know, the ones we had on tape too, like the tornado one. Do you remember that one? Mm-hmm. Where it's like the tornado is coming and she's like baking a pie and she sets it on the ledge. Hold on. Hold on. What? It's okay. All right, go ahead. Do you remember that one? The tornado? Oh, yeah, yeah, She's yeah. She's wearing, like, blue with a blue bow. Like, no dots. So I just really wonder when that became, like, a... Was it something that they just put on merchandise and then eventually, like, when they started making, like... You know, because there wasn't that many shorts in, like, the 90s and the 80s. and You know, they kind of stopped that in, like, the 40s. So I just wonder when that became, like, well, such a Well, here's a question. <clears throat> what did she... What was she wearing... When she was a first a character when Disneyland first opened. Oh geez, um, let me see. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Google all of this. Um, a brief history of polka dot and Minnie's uh, iconic look. This is off DisneyStyle.com. Style.disney.com. Um. So, still nothing. Um, let's see. So, they have her in the new shorts wearing her hat with the with the with the polka dots um, skirt, but I don't think she had. So the dots were too difficult to control in an animated film, so they were only incorporated in her outfit and still images. By the late 30s, polka dots had finally reached their fashion potential. They were a pattern that Minnie quickly helped make into a pop culture trend. Frank Sinatra sung about them in the 40s. Marilyn Monroe, Lucille Ball, and Audrey Hepburn sported spots in the 50s. But it doesn't really give me anything on when she started wearing them. Um, You know, like I said, in the black and white, she definitely wasn't wearing Hmm. them. So... Yeah, maybe I'll just I'll, I'll keep digging on that while uh, while some of the stuff. What's is our next question? Loading here. The next question here we had was our go-to park snack. Uh, so mine, uh, we both had the same one on this: ice cream cookie sandwiches. We've talked about yeah. that in the previous show. Yeah. Here's one I don't think we've actually talked about in another show though: is Walt Disney World or Disneyland Resort? You want to go on that one? Uh, so mine's Walt Disney World, because that's, well, like I said, it's like my second home. We grew up going to that one. It's where I have the most memories, and then it's also where I get to take my kids again. So, I mean, eventually we'll get over to Disneyland, but for the most part, they're going to have all their memories Yeah, you've here, only been so. once, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I went with Disneyland Resort, just because it's where I proposed. Oswald's there. Uh, I'm expanding on some of the stuff that we had wrote on here because I only put on there because I proposed. But it's the original. Yeah. It's where and the original. Yeah, so you have there's that. history there. Walt actually walked through that park. You know. Um, yeah, yeah. Now there are certain things I like about that yeah, park yeah. and the way they do things. Yeah, but and um, I mean, there's sometimes where I think we got the better version of some of the rides. They have be- some of the better versions of rides, but um, it's the original Oswald's there. I proposed there. Um, you know, Paris is going to have a special part once I go on honeymoon there, too. But, yeah. Now, does Disneyland still have Toontown? Yes. Yes, that's a good plus See. on it, too. And it has a Roger Rabbit yeah. ride. So, I love Roger yeah, Rabbit. So that's what I remember. He's awesome. Um, and then to wrap it up here, our favorite Disney Park restaurant. I think we've gone over this before. But uh, on the Instagram here, we put... I put Cosmic Rays as, as quick service. We'll get to some of those menu changes that happen, too. And Be Our Guest is our table service. I love the decor. It feels like you're really in that castle. Um, I still haven't gotten there yet. You still haven't yet. been Ugh. in there at all? Nope. See, it was easier once, once when the lunch was table service. You could just walk in there, pretty much. But Yeah, yeah. And yours was uh, Pizza uh, Rizzo at Hollywood for quick service. Yeah. Which I really had to pull from somewhere because I just could not pinpoint something. <laughs> <laughs> and Ohana uh, for the Polynesian and the feel of being in the islands. Yep. All right. So I guess we'll get ready to jump on over to the news here. Extra, extra, read all about it. 
So, starting on April 13th uh, at the Contemporary Resort, Mm -hmm. they're going to have a new Pixar character experience. So, each night, it says each night, so I'm guessing every night starting then, which is odd. Um, Kids ages 4 to 12 will be transported to a world full of excitement and adventure with their favorite characters from Toy Story and The Incredibles. It kicks off with Space Ranger training where the kids will learn to how to identify and battle enemies of the Star Command. And then Woody and Jesse will show them the ropes of the Wild West during Woody's Roundup. During the Piston Cup Challenge, youngsters will be able to build a race car and then race it on the Radiator Springs racetrack. And finally, kids will learn some sweet dance moves during the Incredible Dance Party with Mr. and Mrs. Incredible. It says that there will also be games, dinner, and dessert, of course. Um, again, it's for ages 4 to 12. The doors open for registration at 5 p.m. And the programming starts at 6 and runs till 10.30. And it's a fee of $65 per child plus tax. And they, the children must be fully t- potty trained. Uh, while the kids play, parents, parents can enjoy their own getaway throughout the Walt Disney World Resort. So, basically, you know... They were talking not that long ago about how they're getting rid of those, like, babysitting services, Mm -hmm. which I'm not sure what those ended up costing, and I'm not sure what really they entailed, but I feel like this might be something that's taking over for that, and that's why. Um, And honestly, I think it's a pretty cool thing, because I'm trying to remember what we paid for Pirates and Pals fireworks, which is still going. It's not like it's replacing it or anything, but... I was just trying to think to compare, like, I could see parents wanting, you know, it's something that their kids would be fully, I don't think it's a bad deal. I mean, $65, uh, but at the same time, it's like a full event. The kids get uh, a character experience, probably one more more one-on-one. It doesn't really say how many kids they allow in there, Um, but then dinner and desserts as well. And then the parents kind of have their own time. And that's not to say you have to go do anything crazy either. You could go over to the park and ride some rides, you know. Mm. So, I don't think it's so bad. I think it's kind of cool and something different. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it sounds... Uh, I mean, it sounds super cool. Uh, yeah. Something that's, uh, you know, a little little different than, uh, you know, what it was uh, previously. Um, you know, these type of... Uh, services um which yeah i still think they were a pretty hefty penny so i feel like this is not bad at all yeah yeah um i don't have any kids so i'm not too worried about it right now but (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but uh i mean it sounds it sounds like a nice uh nice trip um you know to occupy them for a bit (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Plenty to do. Yeah. And that's nice too for the parents and, if they needed to do uh you know, get away and do something. Well yeah, work. I was gonna say and it's a it's a pretty good gap of time too, four and a half hours. Yeah. So and you're close to Magic Kingdom that you can hop there and hop back on the monorail, so that's nice too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's I have nice. the next piece of news here. Um this is uh, this is awesome. So this has been making the rounds here. Um, it's let's make this happen is pretty much what it is. So so Lego has this ideas thing, right? Um, mm-hmm. Where people can make their own set pretty much, take photos of it, upload it. And um, their own set, like build something. Pretty much, yeah. And then what it was do? They show, like, how to um, how to word this. Um, <laughs> so they need to reach a goal. It's almost like uh, GoFundMe's, right? Without okay. any money spent on it. Uh, but this guy made a steamboat Willie set, right? So it's the it's the boat. And it's classic Mickey Mouse, right? From okay. Black and White Mickey Mouse from Steamboat Willie. And uh, he took all these photos of it. It looks great. Um, and it needs 10 
thousand supporters. If it gets ten thousand supporters, it it'll get made, right? So Lego will create this kit, basically. Pretty much. Is that yeah, what I mean, you mean? It has to get approved okay. still. I guess maybe they would have to seek out the licensing still. Right. Right. Um, it would have 156 bricks. You know, so it's 156 pieces. Uh, it has the boat and just Mickey single pack. You know. Um, it's already got 7,000 supporters. So you can support this on ideas.lego.com. You can search Steamboat Willie. You know, come up. I suppose. Create an account. Yeah. Click support. I click support. I ask you some questions like, how much do you think would be reasonable to, this would cost? You know, how many people would buy it? That kind of stuff. Cool. But it looks super cool. And, um, you know, it's just a fan that wanted to make Steamboat Willie because he's saying that, um, he, here's his blurb here. Steamboat Willie is the first fully synchronized sound cartoon directed by Walt Disney and uh, of iWorks, uh, UB iWorks. It was the debut of Mickey Mouse in a cartoon, uh, the first to be distributed and the third to be produced. So as an animator and a Lego fan, I'd like to pay my respect to that marvelous production, which since was created, which since was created, then inspired a lot of talented artists. Artists, Because Disney minifigures arrived, I have the luck to create a Mickey Mouse-related set with him as well. In addition, I repaint the figure to match the original 1928 appearance. The model, designed to be tiny, easy to build, and playable, you can put Mickey Mouse inside the boat, and you can also play with the cranes that are on there, too. Um, oh, I, I'm looking at it right now. That is so cute. It is, isn't it? I would buy this. Um, so... You know, I was going to say, I'm going to add the link for this yes. to our Instagram, and then we can also add it to our Facebook, Facebook yeah, thing. I'll add it to the Facebook now. Um, and uh, it has 160 days left, so it's already at 7,000. How did he make the head, though? The Mickey Mouse head? He yeah. repainted it. it. They have Mickey Mouse uh, minifigs. You know how they have like them yeah, in a blind yeah. box, right? I know exactly. Yep, the kids have exactly. some. Exactly. That's, that's how they did it. Um, so I'll share this right now on the Facebook page here. That is so awesome. All right, I'm posting it right now. So by the time this is up there, you should be able to go into the Facebook page, find it, uh, Instagram and find it. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, it's almost to its goal. That's pretty good. Um, it's been on here since June of 2016. Oh, wow. It's, that's crazy. Uh, so it only has like a hundred some days left. Yeah. Yeah, and there's an update on this, too. So maybe that's why it's being shared now, too. It's just that there was an update a few days ago on this, and it's probably getting close to reaching its goal here. Um, adding a Minnie Mouse minifig, maybe, to it. So Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's get this thing let's get this thing done. I've been seeing it on some other pages, people sharing it. Um, I mean, we're almost to its goal. 160 days we should be able to see, oh, you don't even have to put any money to it you just sign in and say simply vote what simply yeah, just exactly. vote on it exactly um yeah that's neat yeah um i love legos the the minifigs are interesting i've almost bought some um I think I got some for the kids before. I think I, I think we've done that. Um, the little bags. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just wish that they were where I could actually see which one I was getting. But oh, that, yeah. you know, the blind well, box that's stuff all is the, all the rage. Um, I was just gonna say that's all the rage right now. So. Um, okay, Disney Animal Kingdom is beginning a refresh of all the cast member costumes throughout the park. Beginning on its oh, 20th yeah. anniversary, which is this April 22nd, the areas changing day. costumes on that date include outdoor vending, main entrance, and oasis, uh, Discovery Island, Rafiki's Planet Watch, Wildlife Express Train, Gorilla Falls Trails, and uh, Maharaja Jungle Trek Trails. Uh, they don't have pictures of them, so just they're probably going to look cleaner, probably not as wild as they, yeah. as they used to look. Um, yeah, let me see what's next here. Uh, oh, they announced that they're going to be doing a major overhaul of Disney Village in, in Paris. Disneyland Paris. Disney Village oh. is like the downtown Disney in Paris. So, 
not too much to to go on to that um yeah just saying it's happening hopefully it doesn't affect me when i'm there i think they'll probably start all that stuff later in the year yeah um carl's house from up is to be uh, seen flying over sleeping beauty castle in the new fireworks show Um, really yeah they announced that let me see if i can i can't get over how cool that thing really is the the lego yeah yeah i just finished supporting i had to sign up yeah me too um so the disney village uh, back to that real quick um it doesn't have a date so nothing there really on um when that would okay disney walt disney studios is launching a new entertainment initiative studio lab they hope will reinvent the way the public looks at modern entertainment according to the la biz journal um so they're constructing a program that will promote movies for Walt Disney Studios, Lucasfilm, Marvel, and Pixar, um, just for VR stuff. They don't really go into de- detail on what would be used, like how it would be used. So Together Forever, the new Pixar-themed fireworks show debuting at Disneyland as part of Pixar Fest, is set to begin April 13th. Um, that's going to have the Carl's House from Up uh, flying over um the castle um and Hmm. apparently buzz lightyear will take flight over sleeping beauty castle so i wonder what the deal is with april 13th and pixar because that's the day that the pixar thing starts at the contemporary too uh maybe it's just uh that's when they're just kicking off all of it maybe just weird though i feel like with pixar though there's got to be a reason because you know how they put all those like little things in all their movies. Yeah, four thirteen. So here's here's some new stuff here. Disney um, is apparently planning something, a uh, possible hotel for the River Country Water Park site. Really? Yeah. Um, some permits leaked here. Um, they don't know what it is for. So you know, WDW News Today is taking a guess again. It's an area resort. Could be anything though. Um, yeah. Uh, that would help with some of the probably capacity, though. Um, you know, having more uh, more uh, hotels. Uh, also, eleven Disney parks are now accessible via Street View on Google Maps, so you can actually view the parks on Google. Oh Maps. yeah, I saw that. So pretty cool. Um, saw some clips of it. So if you ever feel homesick and you want to actually take a virtual tour, uh, just get on Google A stroll Maps. down Main Street. Yep. Or Sunset Boulevard. Um, yep. Yeah. Super, you can. Super cool. It, you know, because that gets it from all angles, you know. Like, you can, you know, you won't have to try to piece photos together or anything. You can just go right on there. Like, that'd be nice to, like, view California, huh. you know, again. Um, That's without true. going there, you just... You know, you get to look at everything. It's great. Um, and we have some uh, Disney afternoon merch. You know, like the old, uh, the old yeah, <clears throat> gummy bears, gummy bears spin. Du- uh, Darkwing Duck, Ducktales. Uh, Kids just saw some of their toys at Toys R Us today. <clears throat> Those little the mystery minis, almost like right? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they look cool. Um, and. Uh, Saw some some merch there for it. it looked like mostly female merch, right? Isn't that what it is? Women's merch. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So hopefully they start adding some some male merch there for Disney Afternoon if they don't already have it, just because you know it's such a big part of our uh, growing up. Growing up, yeah. Another quick thing: Disneyland Paris closing Discoveryland Theater for refurbishment. So that's where they had the Star Wars Path of the Jedi show. Um. Which is the ten minute long synopsis of the first seven Star Wars films? You know that you Discovery Land is there like Tomorrowland, yeah, right? Yeah, that's why I thought. But that's it, pretty much. So it's going under some refurb. So they're probably removing that Path of the Jedi show and and some other stuff there. Maybe adding a new show, huh. which would make sense with um, you know they're going to be making some park changes there as well. We have new menus yeah. now, so here's the thing we want to get to as well. Uh, in Magic Kingdom, Cosmic Columbia Race, right? Harbor House 
has some new menu items. They have a shrimp wedge salad with Zinfidel vinaigrette dressing. Um, they have seasonal peach cobbler drizzled with vanilla sauce. That sounds amazing. Pinocchio Village House has added small side anti-pasto salad tossed with balsamic vinaigrette. <clears throat> Italian cream cake, decadent layers of pecan cake crumbles and buttercream icing. Cosmic Rays has added BBQ pulled pork platter served with coleslaw, french fries, and cornbread. That does mm, not seem like bread. a Cosmic Rays that. item. That, I think that should be more in uh, Pecos. It really seems like it should. it's Pecos. should. <clears throat> but I'm interested to try their cornbread. At least it's something different, but yeah. It kind of belongs over in Frontierland. Sunny Eclipse Dessert Cookies and Cream Cheesecake. Um, is added there as well. So that's some new items. I also heard that uh, my friend Matt, uh, some inside knowledge here. My friend Matt said at the back lot, and I think at some of the other <clears throat> places too, um, that they now have 10-piece nuggets instead of 8-piece. Huh. So I'm always down for more pieces of, of nuggets, so... There's yeah, a, but did the price go up? That's a question. There's a little bit of nugget of information for you, too. It probably did, but I mean, uh-huh. there's two more, two more <clears throat> nuggets there. Yeah, I was just curious. We'll move over to movie and TV news. Uh, did you see Wrinkle in Time this weekend, then? <sighs> no. Okay, listen. Just, like, probably four hours ago, because I was like, we're running out of time here, guys. Mm-hmm. I said, man, I really want to go to the movies. And Lucas was like, well, what for? And I said, well, I was going to give you guys options. Wrinkle in Time or Black Panther. But I really want to see Wrinkle in Time. Do you know all three of them said they don't want to go to the movies at all? Really? I was like, what? Nathan's yelling from the other room. No, I don't want to go. (laughs) I was just so disappointed. I'm like, man, I just really wanted to go. They are. I really wanted to go to the movies too, but nothing I really want to see is out. And I thought for sure Lucas was going to say he wanted to go see Black Panther because the other day he was just talking to me about the um, Infinity War Mm -hmm. and he's like, do we have to see Black Panther before it? I'm like, it's probably better, but at this rate, it's not going to come out on, yeah, I'm like, at this rate, it's not coming out on Blu-ray before that comes out, so. No, May 15th is the rumored date, May 15th. uh, Oh, so I told him, I was like, I don't. I was so surprised he didn't. And Nathan just got done calling us an Avengers family today. Because <laughs> of the <laughs> Yes, yes. But you know what's funny is that they always pick the same things. Do you realize that? Nathan picked Iron Man and Lucas picked Captain America. Yeah. And that's who they were that year. It's just funny. But yeah, he told me we're an Avengers family because we all love Avengers, right? Yeah, then go see Black Panther. Like, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Punks. Um... Yeah, so we have um, some news in that. So Wrinkle in Time uh, flopping pretty hard money-wise. Uh, so yeah. it, I heard that it's not as good as the book, but it is still entertaining from a few people. So I don't know. Okay, you got to let me know where these people are because everything I'm reading. Okay, so we have... Uh, well, they're not critics. They're <laughs> okay. real people. We have a 42% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Um, audience score of 35%. So only 35% of people walking out of this movie enjoy it. People are rating it a 2.5 out of 5 uh, when they leave the theater. And this is I don't really listen huge. to those people, though. No, this is not critics. 35% audience. I know, I know, but I'm just saying. The critical consensus, A Wrinkle in Time is a visually gorgeous, big-hearted, and occasionally quite moving. Unfortunately, it's also widely, wildly ambitious to a fault and often less than the sum of its classic parts. I'm not really sure what that means. So the average rating is 5.2 out of 10 for critics and 2.5 out of 5 for audience. So it's about that, almost around 50% of people. Um, a positive. Well, I don't know why. I just really want to see it. I don't know what has me so. I don't know either. You never read the book, right? <laughs> nope. Um, it's maybe it's just Reese Witherspoon. I don't know. 
Yeah, because she's such kidding. a draw. Um, <laughs> it, it was earlier in the week. They thought this thing was going to be first place, right? In, in this week's really, yeah, they thought it would, they would win the number one spot. It made about but... one bill. It made about one million uh, on Thursday night showings, right? Um, which was ahead of Tomorrowland, uh, which made like seven hundred k. Right. On Thursday night. Uh, then uh, it, yesterday, I read that it had gotten maybe like ten million on a on a Saturday. Um, or 10 million on a Friday is, is what came out yesterday. Um, now they're projecting it to make 33 uh, million this weekend, which is in line with Tomorrowland and Peach Dragon. None of those did really well. Um, he, well, I was going to say, here's my problem. If it's not Disney Animation or Pixar or Avengers or Star Wars... It just seems like it's never going to do as good as those things. But I kind of don't have those expectations for those movies to be like that. You know what I mean? Um, well, but I also feel like people want something different. But then when it is different, it still doesn't do as good. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But it just seems like a rock in a hard place. No, no, no. I mean, here's the thing. They thought this thing would at least edge out Black Panther this week. Black Panther wins this week with $41 million. Uh, It's got a billion worldwide now. Um, uh, now, with this, uh, what I was going to say is it seems like Disney has a problem here if it is not Star Wars marvel or a remake of their princess films yeah that's what i mean well like here's a question and they're not also they're also not accepted like critically or anything so none of these are like you know like critically acclaimed was critically received well but it did not make any money right um these are like but this these is are like not making any money, lose. and these are not being accepted critically, and they're also not being accepted by the people that actually turned out. Like the people that actually went thought it sucked, so it's not going to make more money because like the word of mouth is not going to be good. Like look at what word of mouth does for Black Panther. It's it's four straight weeks of number one right. or whatever, and then now, word of mouth of Wrinkle Time is just going to kill it. Do you um like? How did Saving Mr. Banks do? I can look it up right here on box office. Here we go. I mean, I get that they're two completely different movies. But I'm just trying to think of another movie that wasn't a remake and wasn't animation, wasn't Avengers, wasn't Star Wars. You know what I mean? I was just trying to think of something different to kind of compare it to. Um, Well, here's the thing with that. So domestically it made 83 million saving mr banks okay foreign mm-hmm. 34 million so a total of 117 million so that'll probably be about almost what the other one makes maybe if it's lucky yeah but saving mr banks cost 35 million to make wrinkle in time cost what 100 and 100 million Whew. not only did it cost 100 million i actually thought it'd be more than that just because of the effects and all the actors in it but they, yeah, yeah, they, they put on a huge load of advertising during the Olympics. I know you don't have TV, so you probably didn't see any of it. But during the Olympics, no. it was after every commercial break, pretty much, and that is not cheap, you know, to put ads during the commercial break. So, so not only did it make a hundred million, that's not right, including right, right. marketing. How much it ha- they had to spend marketing on this thing? It played in front yeah. of every trip. It was in. I think except Black Panther. No, maybe... A, no, it was in front of Black Panther. But in... I went to the movies like four times this year so far. And in front of each movie was Wrinkle and Time too. So, I mean, it's... I don't know. It just... One, the trailers didn't really tell you what it was about that much. It was just like, here's some weird stuff. Like, come see it, you know? Um, <laughs> and hoping that the people that read the book will come see it. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I guess it wasn't meant to be. Um, so now what I'm going to do here is we're going to get your thoughts now on uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2. I, I talked to Logan about it last week. Um, you saw the trailer. Uh, we talked about it a little bit I'm over text. What did you think of Ralph Breaks the Internet? So stoked. 
I think that they're going to do a really good job with it. I don't think it's going to be a disappointment and I'm excited for it. I think it'll be, I don't want to say just as good as the first one, but you know what I mean? I, I think it'll be good. I think it'll hold its own and be funny and I don't know. I just, there's something about the first one that I love so much. So I'm happy that they're making a second one of this. Yeah. I mean, it's ripe for sequels uh, like this. And I feel like Zootopia are like the two that are more set up for Lead sequels to it. than like Frozen. Frozen felt very wrapped yeah. up. I'd be okay without a right. Frozen sequel. You can make the cartoon or no. something, you know. I agree. Uh, I or agree. just the shorts, you know. And um, But with Wreck-It Ralph, uh, it, it did wrap it up, but there's so much to do in the video games. Um, there's Yeah, there's so many different stories. Exactly. So going can... internet now, that's pretty entertaining. Um, yeah. So it reminds me a lot of like Zootopia and Wreck-It Ralph, I feel like are the two that are the most set up for those type of sequels. Yeah. Repetitive stories. Or not repetitive. Big Hero but, 6 too you know. with um, superhero angle. Yeah. You know? uh, that's why Incredibles yep. I felt like was so set up for it and we're finally getting it later. This I know. Year. It took them forever. But yeah. The, the, the best part of the trailer is the end with, with Ralph being inside the game. Uh, yeah. We all know those type of games where you just swipe and swipe, you know, swipe like that. Um and that poor, that poor uh, rabbit. Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, then we're gonna... no. I'm excited for that one. All right, moving on. Uh, after that brief conversation here, because we covered it last week here, Mary Poppins returns. Now I know you just watched this. Um, yeah. What are your initial thoughts on this teaser? That uh, I mean, they don't give you much, but I was gonna say there's really not much that you grasp from it. Um. <laughs> But, I mean, overall, I've always, Mary Poppins has always been on the top of my list. I mean, it's been right there with Beauty and the Beast. So, uh, I'm excited to see. And I've read that they kind of tell you a different story. It's not, um, it's not supposed to be like a remake. It's, it's a sequel. It's a sequel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The so, you get, yeah. right, you get like a different story from it so i'm i'm excited i think she'll do a good job at playing that part she too so looks like her too, a, a bit. yeah like she really yeah fits that role um yeah she's perfect for it yeah i'm i'm, I'm really excited about it i know some people thought it looked terrible I, yeah, that's the thing about the internet as soon as something comes out you, you you can't even watch it yet and people are like this sucked you know <laughs> but well it, i don't know how you can say that it looks terrible when it barely it, shows you no much talking even, really i mean <laughs> There's yeah, there was no talking and Except I mean, for the Mary if Poppins you haven't watched it yet, but. watch it. But you know, they're basically running after a kite and then pulling the kite down, and you see Mary Poppins. I'm not really sure how you can say that it looks terrible, yeah. but it doesn't give you an inkling as to what they're going to be doing in the movie at all. So now I wonder what how, I don't know. People are just I judging how well this will do. Well, that's Money-wise. my question. I mean. Do kids really know Mary Poppins that well right now? No, probably not. But I'll blame the parents for that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, okay, so it's just like, I, I just wonder, you know. How many are going to want to yeah, see it? Yeah, especially around well, that Christmas you don't... time. You know, Saving Mr. Banks didn't do phenomenal. And it was, a, you know, around that time. Well, it's that same time of year. And it's about the same subject matter, but... Um, Mary Poppins, just a different but, view of it. But Saving Mr. Banks isn't wasn't meant for a child's entertainment though either. Yeah, yeah. But such a good. Movie. I don't know. It is. I, I do. I really like that movie. Um, but what was I going to say? But you know, it's just like any other movie. You know, there's other movies that come out the kid the kids have no idea about the character. It just depends on the trailer not the teaser trailer but the real trailer that comes later yeah might get kids more into it you don't know all right here if not it's just up to their parents to drag them to go see it <laughs> is that what you're gonna do <laughs> yep <laughs> and um here is uh, are you gonna actually do it on christmas i know we were talking about you were going to go see wreck it ralph on thanksgiving that's your thanksgiving tradition. i don't know we might depends what we're doing but <clears throat> we might I mean, this Christmas we didn't do anything but stay home, yeah. so I mean, you it's open a possibility. Up your gifts and after that, what do you really got to do if you're not like if you're yep. not family around? Yeah, we yeah we could go to the movies and then come home and have dinner. Yeah. Um, 
here's the one I wanted to get to. Christopher Robin trailer uh, discussion here. So this is like a real trailer. I guess it was kind of a teaser, but it's our first look at it. See, this is one I wonder how it's going to do. Really? This will sell well. Kids love poo. Poo's going to sell well. Um, Do you think kids know poo that well anymore, though? Oh, my God. He rivals Mickey Mouse in popularity. I don't think he he does does so much anymore. He does. Look at all the theme Still? park merch, all the theme park merch, and all that stuff. Yeah, he's he's huge. Um, kids, I don't know what the draw is about poo for people. I, don't know, but kids love I mean, hey, don't get don't me wrong, I like poo, but because Matt may be listening, that's his Lord and Savior. He loves poo. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I like poo, but I'm just saying for him to rival Mickey, no. Poo shouldn't have gotten a ride before Mickey either. Yeah, but. But anyway, I mean, I'm just saying, like, there's not that much of poo around on TV anymore like there used to be. So that's why I was just saying, I wonder how many kids really know. Oh, I think kids know Christopher Robin and poo more than they know uh, Mary Poppins. Um, Well, that's true. I'm not saying this is coming out in August. I don't think much is out in August. This is this is probably going to do modestly well. It may not make like gangbusters, but it'll might. I don't think. I also don't. for, I don't know. From the trailer that I saw, I don't see kids being interested in it. Oh, I mean, it's going to have all of the Hundred Acre Wood characters. They're going to be interesting. They're going to be very interested. Um, you know, they may not like it when they walk out of the theater, but it might be something they appreciate later <laughs> on in life. You know, <laughs> just like it, it looks very interesting to me. This is a Christopher Robin that's lost his way. He's he hates his life. It looks like, and he. Has lost his imagination, and then here comes Pooh back, you know? And yeah. it's, it, it looks like it's going to... This reminds me of Saving Mr. Banks. Even though it, it, it it's more fantasy than, you know, Mr. Banks was more based on reality. But this type right. of sentiment, you know, that reminds me of Saving Mr. Banks. I feel like it's going to be one of those that probably pulls on your heartstrings a little bit oh, more yeah, than I, I agree. any I agree. of the other ones coming out this year. No, I mean, I I'm, don't get me wrong. I think it looks good. I think it'll be more of a... I don't know. I just feel like it's more of an adult movie, but I could be wrong. It just doesn't well, off seem... The first I mean, trailer I only saw Pooh at the I end. Think, <laughs> I think... Um, As we learn yeah, more. once we get a full trailer. They're going to want to advertise Tigger and Rabbit. And, yeah. One thing yeah. I really love about this trailer is that they got Jim Cummings to do the voice of Pooh. Keep it consistent. He's the voice of Pooh yeah. right now. And... I was worried about that. They did change some of the other characters now. Like, um, uh, somebody else is playing Rabbit. Somebody else, you know, like they're doing some changes here. But, um, I, I just hearing the standard Pooh voice, I think really, yeah, yeah. I think that'll get kids and parents. A lot of people. Because it, it's the Pooh we all know, pretty much. Right. Uh, since, you know, probably what, the 80s? Didn't they have a, they had a cartoon in the 80s, right? That, I think ran so. Ran throughout the 90s, like on TV and Disney Channel. And I don't know. The best one was the one we saw on Disney Channel. That's the one I'm talking about, right? Oh, okay. That, that's like the, I think that was from like the 80s or late 80s. Um, yeah, that was, I, I remember watching it, you know. Um, I'm excited about Christopher Robin. It looks really good. Um, Ewan McGregor. It's awesome. This one wasn't really on my radar until I saw the trailer, like. So I'm I'm very excited. Um, We got John Favreau. He is the director of Iron Man, Iron Man Two. He's directed Jungle Book. He's directing Lion King next year. He is producing uh, the Star Wars live action TV show for the streaming service. Let me pull that up from StarWars.com. They give a little bit of a little bit more information on that. Has, isn't he an actor? He too? is. Yeah, uh, he was in Friends. Okay. Actually, he um he played Monica's uh, boyfriend that liked to uh, that was a UFC fighter that was rich. Do you remember that? Oh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I knew I noticed him right away, but I just, yeah, he's been. I didn't he's know if actually I was going crazy. he played. He's in Iron Man as uh, as Robert Downey Jr.'s assistant. Okay. Happy. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know what whatever his official title is. Um, I don't know if it's assistant or. You know something. 
I know exactly who yeah. you're talking about, yeah. Um, so Lucasfilm, this is from StarWars.com, Lucasfilm is excited to announce that Emmy-nominated producer and actor John Favreau has signed on to executive produce and write a live-action Star Wars series for Disney's new direct-to-consumer platform. Favreau is no stranger to the Star Wars galaxy, having played roles in both Star Wars The Clone Wars animated series and in the upcoming Solo A Star Wars Story. He's voicing a oh. he's voicing an alien. Oh, okay. I couldn't be more excited about John coming on board to produce and write for the new direct-to-consumer platform. That's what they keep calling it, says Lucasfilm President <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy. John brings the perfect mix of producing and writing talent combined with a fluency in the Star Wars universe. This series will allow John the chance to work with a diverse group of writers, directors, and give Lucasfilm the opportunity to build a robust talent base. Favreau is thrilled to be returning to the Star Wars galaxy. If you told me at 11 years old that I would be going to tell stories in the Star Wars universe, I wouldn't have believed you. I can't wait to embark on this exciting adventure. Yeah, that has, that's gotta be cool. Disney's collaborations with Favreau extend back a decade when he helped launch the Marvel Cinematic Universe as director of Iron Man and Iron Man 2 and as an executive producer of the Iron Man and Avengers films for Marvel Studios. For Disney, he directed and produced the massively successful Jungle Book, which won an Academy Award for its groundbreaking visual effects. He is currently in production mm. on Disney's highly anticipated reimagining of The Lion King, set for release in 2019. The untitled Star Wars live-action series does not have a release date yet. I had no idea he was behind all that. Oh, yeah. He also directed uh, Elf. Uh, he wrote um, Couples Retreat, and I think he... You know, the movie with, like, Vince Vaughn and, and uh, Jason yeah. Bateman and all that. Yeah. So, I mean, he's yeah. he's done a lot of stuff. Um, <clears throat> one thing I want to talk about in this regard here is that uh, I saw somebody comment on this, you know, saying, oh, great, another announcement without sharing any details about it, right? <laughs> um, hold on. And um, I get it. People want to know what is going, what is going to be about, you know. But I, I don't mind this right now. Like I don't need to know the details, you know. Like I love. Well, and if they just signed him on to do it, how is there supposed to be any details about it? Yeah, and it? this is actually who Bob Iger was referring to a few weeks ago. I think we talked about this for the streaming service. When we said that there was a live action show in the works, um, he said he was yeah. close. We were close to hearing the talent behind one of the shows, but that the deal was not closed yet. So this is, you know, a few weeks later. Here it is. Um, but I, I love the wide open future of Star Wars right now. Like one of my favorite Star Wars trailers, probably my favorite Star Wars trailer, is on Black Friday of 2014. Right. They released this trailer. It was the first trailer for The Force Awakens, and it was short, just like a minute long. Didn't give you, like, any plot details. It was, like, just desert, and then Finn popping up in his Stormtrooper gear, and then uh, it shows Rey going on her speeder, and it shows BB-8 rolling along the ground, you know, and then it shows Kylo Ren walking through Starkiller Base and igniting his lightsaber. It was the first time we saw he had, like, the, the vent blades you know coming out of the side and then it just shows like the millennium falcon take off as soon as the star wars theme hits and then it shows star wars the force awakens and Hmm. like one thing i liked about that is that it was all new characters they didn't they didn't show like oh here's han here's leia you know here's 3po it was all new characters um everything felt like so fresh you know and we didn't even know their names at that time. Like, they hadn't released any of the character names. So you're just like, oh, who's that guy? Is he a... Is he... Is Finn, you know, talking about Finn, is he a stormtrooper that left the, the Empire? Or is he wearing a disguise, you know? like Right, he, right. He didn't know anything. And it fed all of the speculation. You only saw the back of Kylo Ren. You didn't even see his mask. So you're like, who's that guy? You know, like... And... Uh, it was just like it fueled so much it gives speculation, you, you know. I th- yeah, and I think it makes the movie better when you don't know exactly what's going on in it. Yeah, yeah, and like you don't go in with you don't go in with all these crazy expectations, and you don't. Um, 
already have like a story made up in your mind so that then when you go in it's like oh it's not what i was expecting and, and at here's all the thing too. we had no idea where the story was going like right the movies since then right with um rogue one we knew they were going to have Darth Vader in it. We knew that they were going to steal the plans because obviously the Rebels blow up the Death Star and have the plans. Right, right. We knew, you know, uh, we saw old stormtroopers. We saw all this stuff. We saw in the in the new Han Solo trailers, you know, we're constantly comparing it to Harrison Ford and how he played the role. Uh, we right, know the right. outcome of this too, pretty much. We know that Han eventually, you know, dies by Kylo Ren. We know eventually. Right. It, it's like, especially the Force Awakens. That was the first time I got to see a Star Wars trailer where I didn't know where the story was going. The prequels, right? You know, episodes one, two, and three. The trailers come out for those, and I remember watching the trailer for episode three specifically, and thinking like, okay, well, we know we have to get Anakin to Vader. We know we have to get. You know, right, all the right. Jedi dead except for Obi-Wan and, and Yoda, pretty much. You know, we we know we had to do all this stuff. And um, so this was the first time it was like a blank canvas. And that's why I can't wait to see, like, the trailer for Ryan Johnson's trilogy or the Benioff and Weiss series, where if the title doesn't give anything away, you know... Um, right. then those trailers would feel fresh and the possibilities are like endless as well. You know, like I, that's what I want. I don't want them to be like, well, we're doing a story now that's based off of, uh, you know, Boba Fett and, uh, and, and right. this. like, right. don't tell me that ahead you of time. You know? New stuff. I want new stuff. And that's why I'm excited. They said that, you know, Ryan Johnson's trilogy is going to take place in a like unseen corner with unseen characters. Like that's cool. I can't wait for the trailer for that. You know, I just want to know. I just want to see like new stuff. So that's why I like this yeah. series for the TV show. I'm I'm totally cool with not knowing anything about it right now because I don't want them. You know, everybody keeps saying like each time there's an announcement. Oh, is this going to be the Knights of the Old Republic? Oh, is it right? Like, right. No, that was a yeah. video game back in the day. I don't think they're going to do that. If they do do it, you know, it's not going to have pretty much any of the same characters from that. It's, it's going to be totally different. I don't know, it just drives me mad because it's like people want to know everything right now and I'd rather just know that these things are Not. in the works and right now, like, thinking about it, like, man, I wonder what it's going to be like. You know? Possibilities are always, I think, more entertaining than what sometimes reality is. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, I Keeps... agree. It's more fun to try and exactly. think of what it's going to be. Um, also in Star Wars News, Rebels... Star Wars Rebels ended last Monday. Um, I finally caught up on all that, watched all the way through. Really good. Um, sometimes it, you know, in the four seasons, it lagged a bit sometimes. But uh, they brought some good characters back from the Clone Wars, some characters from the movies. Fitting ending. There's supposed to be a new animated series that they're probably working on for the streaming service as well. So... Uh, we have the Avengers in Entertainment Weekly. They have a whole spread of them, a whole bunch of different covers, and Avengers merchandise just launched like last week, I think. So for Infinity War. Um, going back <coughs> to Star Wars real quick, John Williams, his last Star Wars that he'll be doing the music for is Episode Nine. So. Hmm. And uh, while Black Panther hit a billion dollars, they announced a sequel. As if we didn't already mm, makes know that sense. was going to be coming. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's to be expected now. Yeah. Uh, also some cool things here. Square Enix, who does Kingdom Hearts, uh, they're doing an orchestra world tour. They did this last year, too. Uh, but they have some dates here. So they have, like, you know, you can look it up online. But they have L.A., Chicago, Pittsburgh, Boston, Atlanta, Dallas, Philly, Phoenix, Las Vegas. And then some international ones as well as uh, Detroit and Honolulu. Um some of this is weird though like in july 7th they're in sydney and then july 14th they go back to usa for detroit like huh that is weird it's a long long flight um yeah so if you if you like music of you know orchestra music and and you like the kingdom hearts music you know uh, you can find out i know some people said it was a really good tour so 
uh, from Kingdom Hearts podcasts I listen to. <laughs> I've never been. Um, I guess we'll go over to our character of the week here. Man, this has been a long show. Uh, yeah. We have uh, Bernard from The Rescuers. Dude, for a second, I totally thought you meant from the Santa Claus. And I was yeah. like, don't you think that'd be more of a Christmassy thing? Yeah. <laughs> Bernard, there's only one trivia fact on this. This is going to be pretty short, okay? He suffers from <laughs> triskaidkaphobia, which is the fear of the number 13. And I probably really? butchered that. But. Yeah, I'm sorry. He appears in The Rescuers. He appears in The Rescuers Down Under, and he's also appeared in House of Mouse, along with Bianca. Um, hmm. He's also appeared in Mickey's Magical Christmas, snowed in at the House of Mouse, and Mickey's House of Villains. Um, he's just background cameos. He doesn't really do anything relevant to the plot. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I have not seen The Rescuers in a long time. I have but it. Dad chose but this, we haven't watched uh, it recently. This character here, so. Uh, well, funny. he chose the movie, and I just chose the character. Some of the other ones didn't have any trivia facts. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? Yeah. We get obscure here sometimes. Um, yes, yeah, so that's pretty much it. So we can head over to our last uh, our last thing here that you added on there, right? Mm-hmm. So it's called This or That, right? Yeah. This or That. And okay. it is... Yeah, you'll have to give your answer because I don't know what you said. But no, that's fine. Mickey bar or Dole Whip? I went with Dole Me Whip. Me too. Um, that's what I thought. <laughs> here's what I'm about to rant about: Purple Wall or Bubblegum Wall? Um, I think I said Purple Wall. I don't even really know. <laughs> I put Bubblegum Wall just because one I had to look yeah, at I what did this whatever. stuff is, but Bubblegum Wall has more than just one color, so I feel like that'd be yeah. a better background. It's like what? Cotton candy colors, yeah, right? Yeah. But I had to look up what the purple wall was. I, I recently just started seeing this become a thing. Well, did you have to look up what bubblegum wall was too, yeah, though? I had to look up all this stuff. Okay, okay. There's, there's a no, 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 I was just making wall. sure. There's, there's a toothpaste yeah, wall? Yeah, I, I looked up purple. what is a purple wall in Disney World, and it gave me a list of all the walls that they have, and people with oh, like, I did selfies not in front of them, right? Apparently, it's this big Instagram thing. Um, that people do like I know that you know they have purple themed walls right but now they have merchandise of it this is this purple wall if you don't know is in Tomorrowland Terrace I'm probably the only one that didn't know so probably <laughs> it's near Tomorrowland Terrace when you're entering in Tomorrowland from the, the long like the shortcut way I guess if you're trying to avoid some traffic but apparently it's okay, a hot spot I think, for, for photos. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to say, I think it's more so for people trying to show off, like, their Disney outfit that day. It's just, like, a plain black backdrop. You know what I mean? I guess. But is it that special to have, like, merchandise? I'm sure, like, when they were making that, I don't know. Magic Kingdom and they painted that wall purple, they weren't like, this is going to be the spot. This is it. You know, that's why they built the castle, really. <laughs> To take pictures in front of. Um, See, now this is a good one, though. The one at Carousel of Progress. Like, it's not a wall, though. It's the actual Carousel of mm -hmm, Progress. Yeah. And if you can get in front of it, it makes for a cool picture. Yeah, but I mean, I just think a plain purple wall is just a weird thing to be obsessed with. And have well, I agree it. because I'm looking at this list right now that has like 10 different places that are all good. And, the and there's one, right? a few... Yeah, there's a few that I would choose over that. Like the Carousel Progress, um, Disney's Animal Kingdom the at the Harambe wall, Market. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's really cool looking. There's something to actually take a picture with. You know, a purple And wall. I like the bubblegum wall. Yeah, that, well, yeah, I looked it up and I saw that one. I, it looks a little better than a purple wall. But I just, I haven't heard of this thing at all until really recently, and now it's everywhere. Like, when you sent me this thing, and I'm like, oh, great, I have to actually find out what this thing is now. <laughs> you know. That's so funny. Um, but that's, like, this was not a thing, I don't think, when I was down there on both of my programs. Like, No, I wouldn't. I don't think so. I think like, it's a hey, very new. In front of the purple wall. Like, I never had anybody tell me yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and 
now you're going to have probably guests asking workers where the purple wall was. That would have been no help. <laughs> well, yeah. Maybe next time I can go over what these wall, all these different walls. Yeah. There's like 10 different ones that you can go to. And actually, some of them do look really cool for a photo backdrop. But well, yeah, yeah I think I'm going right, to have I mean, to recede my comment walls. and say the bubblegum wall. Cause oh, okay. So you're changing yours to bubblegum wall. Yeah. Yeah. Rock and roller coaster or Tower of Terror? I think we both went rock and rock roller, roller coaster. Rock and roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> neither no of us, brainer for me. Neither of us like Tower of Terror. Um, yeah. I, last time I wrote it, I thought I was having a heart attack. It was terrifying. Like, I wrote it back in 2013, <laughs> right, for the first time since I was, like, little. And I thought yeah, I was going to die. when our parents made us do yeah, it. I thought I was going to die. Um, yeah, I don't like the feeling of dropping, no, so no, that is no interest for me. Like, the photo... And Zach always asked me... He always asks me, won't you do it for me? Nope. Nope. The photo looks uh, of me looks like I was really terrified, too. So people were laughing at that <laughs> on my program, too. Uh, Space Mountain or Big Thunder? So, I really love Space Mountain. And do it probably you? is one of my favorites. But I say Big Thunder because I just, I've always liked that one as a kid and stuff. It just Yeah, I, I thought this was fun. for sure going to be Big Thunder for you. Um, it is. I know, I'm just saying for you to say that you really enjoy Space oh. Mountain. I didn't know that. Um, no, I really do. I went with I really Space Mountain. Do. Being in the dark's fun. Plus, while it does hurt sometimes, uh, Big Thunder, <laughs> I feel like I can't even fit in the thing sometimes. Like the, the, yeah, I was going to say Big like Thunder the, hurts the too. The bar goes so low on my legs. or something. It's weird. Yeah. Um, wishes or Happily Ever After? Now, I haven't seen Happily Ever After, so I just went with Wishes. I've seen... A good chunk of Happily Ever After, and I thought it was really good. So that's where I went with it. Flower and garden or food and wine? You know, at first I was going to say food and wine. But then I was like, no, I really like all the topiaries. There's something about food and wine for me. I think it's because we used to always go at that time of mm. year. Um, and I do like going for it. But flower and garden is just really pretty, and I like seeing all the topiaries and stuff that they do with it. I think it's more to see. Food and wine's more exactly. Food and wine is more food of like and wine. Going and experiencing <laughs> the food and the wine. Flower and garden. Yeah. they still have food and wine, but there's this. You know, you get to go see all the topiaries. There's something for you to look for. Um, yeah, at yeah. each country and see. Oh, what's here? You know, I wish they changed it up a little bit more than having the same ones each Me year. Me too. Me too. But and and I I like. Both of them are good, though, in the sense of, like, I love going to see the concert series, you know. Yeah. Down there. And I got to experience both at program. Uh, my first program was in the fall, so I had food and wine. Got to see Smash Mouth. Second program, uh, Flower and Garden. So, uh, Soaring or Flight of Passage? Have you rode Flight of Passage? So I had to say, uh, no, I was going to say I had to say Soaring because I haven't even ridden Flight of Passage. So you got to get over there. I don't know. I know. Um, I went with soaring uh, just because I like flying over the world. Um, Flights of Passage was cool, but I don't really get it just because I haven't. I still haven't seen Avatar, <laughs> so it's not something that I'm. It like, is actually a good movie. Like you know, we, it's not. I'd watched some of it before, but we just watched it again recently, and it is a good movie. Yeah, so it's just something that I still haven't really. Um, uh, you know, like where I don't get it enough, the sense of like, it's cool, you know, but right, soaring right. is for me, I can relate better because it's just the world, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much that's it. it right? Yeah, that's it. So maybe next week then, I keep pushing this off each week, but maybe next week <laughs> we should go over some, um, you know, if it's light on the news, we could go over some changes that we make to the to the character dining. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, and then I'll go over the wall yeah. stuff. Yeah, we Ouch. could go over that stuff. Um, instead of doing a question at the beginning or the middle, we could do that at the beginning and the end or something. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I'm going. You already shared the Lego thing on yes. Facebook. I'm going to link it. Um. I actually might share a picture of it and the link on instagram yeah so can you link it on instagram uh you can only link it in your bio so i'd have to take out the link for our podcast that's the thing no, that's fine 
Okay. But, you know, it's only for 160 more days. But <laughs> Well, I wasn't going to leave it there the whole know. time anyway. <laughs> uh, we could do it for a week or so. Uh, yeah. So you can find us on Twitter at BT Disney Podcast. Uh, the Facebook is facebook.com slash Behind the Dreams Podcast. The Instagram is at Behind the Dreams Podcast. We're on Stitcher, yep. SoundCloud, iTunes. Please rate us on the iTunes store. It helps people find us. And where can they find you? Um, at Allgaier Adventures on Instagram. A-L-G-U-I-R-E Adventures. All right. That's it. <laughs> I didn't know if you shared more than that. I, I forget. Oh, no. Um, all right. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have some stuff hopefully, um, to talk about next week if, if there's not too much news. We had a lot more movie news than, than park news this week, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Um, and some detours along the way. Uh, but, uh, thanks for listening and have a great day. All right. See you later. Low battery. <laughs> see y'all real soon. <laughs> <laughs>